The following show is for informational purposes only. Individual situations may vary, and the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Congelos. Uh, this month, we're going to be chatting a little bit about you know, annuities. Um, you know, I know over the years, uh, they've had you know, some bad press, they get some good press. And so we hear a lot of different things. Uh, the press that we heard, you know, in the past that was kind of bad was that, you know, people were buying them at fairly young ages, 40, 45, 50. And the press that we would hear is that they were expensive for people to own because they were speaking often of what are called variable annuities. Nowadays, they have different types of programs on the market. They've become much more competitive. And so one of our guests today, uh, is Matt Downing, Regional Vice President over at Allianz. Uh, Matt's been a longtime friend. He's been around the annuity arena for many years. Matt, welcome to the show. Always great to connect with you. How are you today? Frank, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, great to see you, and thanks for making time on uh, for me on your call. Very good. So, Matt, you know, you know, I, I'm over the years, you know. We've never been a big fan as an organization over at CNA Financial Group or the Institute of Responsible Wealth for annuities during the accumulation phase of life. We love them for distribution because we like all the attributes of guaranteed income for life. We like all of those things, but we were never a fan of you know, utilizing them in accumulation because they had a lot of resistance in the terms of fees and everything else. But over the last couple of years, there's been new programs that have come out, which are referred to as RILA products that look and feel different. So what I'd like to do for our listeners today is maybe just expose them to what that is and how that may provide some benefits. So Matt, what are these new programs out that are called RILA products uh, that are, you know, one of the hot areas that people are talking about today? Yeah, Frank, it's, it's a great question. I think like in any industry, you know, things change over time, evolution, uh, design, and certainly the, the annuity industry is no stranger to that. And I think the other aspect of it is you have so many people, baby boomers that are driving retirement planning. And I think the industry is obviously stepping up to that challenge. And, you know, as things change, you have to change with the tide. Um, you know, it's kind of alphabet soup when it comes to annuities. There's, you say the word annuity, it doesn't describe the whole industry. There's many different kinds, fixed, variable, immediate. Um, this new format that you're referring to, uh, the RILAs stands for registered index linked annuities. And that's not an Allianz term. That's an industry term that they, they have labeled for that. And this product is really only came out since 2010. And uh, we were one of the early adopters of that program. And uh, you're seeing a lot more carriers, annuity carriers that are jumping into the mix. And um, you know, I think one of the biggest thing that it addresses is kind of what you highlighted are fees. Um, some of the products out there, I, I wouldn't put my mother in quite, a, quite an, honestly. Uh, the fees have gotten pretty high on some of the products out in the marketplace particularly on variable annuities. Um, but when you think about what these RILA annuities do, they provide a way to generate income, lifetime income during retirement. Uh, outside of retirement accounts, there's tax deferred benefits. Uh, but the other main component to it is investment protection. Uh, so it's a product that allows somebody to participate in the market in an equity index. Uh, S&P 500 is one of the more common indices that you can allocate to. 
and it gives the client the ability to participate in equity returns, but have a level of protection against loss that you're just not going to have with a traditional investment like a mutual fund or an ETF. Um, and and it's, a, it's an insurance product first and foremost, uh, but there is an investment component to it that allows for market participation. And so, you know, it's, it's interesting, you know, when you were just describing that because, you know, um, like, you know, investments outside of, you know, money in the bank, um, all investments have some level of risk, okay, um, which is, you know, your principal go up, principal go down, there's always that element. But what these types of programs have done that I'm seeing is for people that are like, hey, you know, Frank, I don't want the level of risk that I've had, you know, from when I was 25 to when I've been 55. Now that I'm getting closer to retirement, is there any way that, you know, I can take some off the table or have some protection, but still understanding that I need to grow assets. I can't park them at very low interest rates sitting in a bank account. So um, that participation is, I guess, the conversation uh, that people are really looking for, which is, can I get a favorable return, understanding that there is some risk associated with it, with some downside protection. And it seems like that's uh, the space where this has taken place. And that's where, you know, this is, am I, you know, explaining that correctly? Yeah, absolutely. And I think what's, what's driving this uh, activity in this business is really a couple key variables. Uh, one are just demographics. As we said, I think the number is 10,000 baby boomers a day are turning 65 and that's going to continue to happen for the next 15 years. So you're seeing an aging population and you're also seeing people that are living longer into retirement because of science and technology and medicine. And when you think about the environment that we're in, uh, I mean, we're in this extremely low interest rate environment that's been lasting for quite some time. It's putting a lot of pressure on client portfolios and savings. Uh, volatility is here to stay. We always know the markets are going to be volatile. They always go up and down. So, you know, when you're 25, 35, 45 years old and you experience a, a major correction in the market, if that's retirement money, you got plenty of time to recover. Uh, but as you mentioned, when you're getting closer to retirement, that whole sequence of return risk really factors in. So I, I think a lot of what's driving the interest on these products is certainly the demographic issues, uh, people's really proclivity to risk. And I mean, I've been in the industry now for 20 years. And just in my 20 years, we've experienced three bear markets. Uh, bear market, as you know, is a 20% is a correction. Uh, we experienced it in 08. We experienced it last year with the pandemic and, and also back in 2000. So all those factors are, are having people look at these types of products, maybe for the first time ever, um, because it wasn't part of their planning process when they were 30, 40, 50 years old, when they were just in the accumulation stage. So I think that's what's driving the interest. And when it comes to financial advisors, um, you know, these things don't exist in a vacuum. You know, it's, it's part of a planning process. It's something that should be explored, but I'll be the first one to tell you. I've been in the industry for 20 years. This is how I make my living. I own the product myself. It's part of my portfolio, but I'll be the first one to tell you, it's not for every single investor that's out there. And it's certainly not for 100% of those assets. So um, definitely a great planning tool, but it's something that needs to be part of an overall strategy. Great insight. And, you know, I, I always say is, you know, and, you know, today's program is really about, you know, giving people in, insights on annuities. And I always look and, you know, it's nice that, you know, the way that you led into it, which is, you know, 
years ago, you know, because I'm doing this now a long time, um, you know, almost 40 years. Uh, and years ago, it was like we had what are referred to as fixed annuities, which is, you know, it, you know, you put your money in, the principal, you know, was backed by the full faith and credit of the insurance carrier, and they gave you a rate of return. And then it went from that to owning the variable annuity. And the beauty of the variable annuity was basically you own mutual funds inside of this annuity product. You had the upside. You also have some you know, risk on the downside. But the downside of the variable was sometimes the, and not sometimes, but oftentimes the cost. And the reason why the cost is a problem in accumulation is because they often build in a mortality rate. And the mortality side of that is designed so that in distribution, you can't run out of money if it's set up along those lines. So I always say is we like you know, variable annuities for distribution. There's some great companies out and great programs out there for that. And then what's occurred over the last couple of years are these you know, new products, these RILAs, which you know, give you know, uh, from a fee standpoint, I've seen some companies with you know, fees that look like you know, asset management costs of 1%, one and a quarter, some are at zero. And it's because they're buying basically options in order to participate in the upside of these indexes. And right. then they're providing that downside protection, whether it be 10% or 20% or whatever it is that people are putting in there. But it's a much different environment today than it was years ago. And that's why, you know, in doing the program today, you know, the real message for people is to say there's all different types of programs in the market and they all have a place. And it's not designed to be, as you just said a minute ago, which is a great statement, um, the one program you have for retirement, but it's a part of a retirement plan. You know, so if I've got, you know, uh, investments on one side, which is I've got equities or ETFs and, you know, funds, et cetera, and I've got all that going on, um, on the other side of that, you know, what else do we have? And then I might have annuities and part of the annuities is for the downside protection, or I might even own some annuities to have guaranteed income for life. And the reason why that becomes relevant is because in this low interest rate environment, it's not like the old days, you know, where I... I just finished a new book that's, I think it'll be out next week, just got approved by compliance. And one of the things with, you know, what's just come out is, what I put out is years ago, people would uh, retire on yield, you know, which is I had money in the bank on a CD, or I'd retire on dividends or a combination of dividends and yield. But in today's environment with interest rates, yields and everything else, as low as they are, Okay, now what's happening is now we're sitting there and we're saying, hey, now I need to be partially in equities in order to participate to get a higher return. And so we hear these safe withdrawal rates, but yet I could also use annuities that have distribution rates of five and six and 7% or more, and it's guaranteed for life. And so annuities do play a vital role. And so I know you speak to advisors all over the country. Is that what you're seeing, Matt? Absolutely. And, and and I would just say, you know, you said you've been in the business for 40 years from the looks. Of, I guess you got into the business when you were 12, Frank. Um, Thank you, Matt. Appreciate that. For all of our <laughs> listeners, I was 10. And Matt, I appreciate you picking up on that so eloquently. <laughs> um, no, you're, you're, you're spot on. I, I think what's also changed this is, you know, we talked about demographic issues. It's also retirement benefits. I mean, you see the same articles and publications that I read 
the savings rate in this country is not where it should be. Uh, you know, the cost of living. Uh, so we're seeing, unfortunately, a lot of people that just are not financially prepared for retirement. They don't have enough assets. Um, we're not seeing people that are retiring with defined benefit pension plans to supplement their Social Security like they did in generations past. Uh, so a lot of those issues are factoring into the mix there. And I think after what we've experienced, when you look at a time period like the 1990s, where people were making money hand over fist, you didn't really think about risk as much. But going through the bear markets that we've experienced, people are extremely sensitive to that. And again, people have various different risk levels uh, and their sensitivity to risk there. And, and usually as you get close to retirement, you become more and more concerned about loss and erosion of principle, but it's also, you should be concerned about loss of purchasing power. Um, so again, it kind of goes to that concept of there's some people that have plenty of assets. Uh, maybe their level of uh, standard of living is well below their means and they don't need these types of features. But for some, somebody that's tiptoeing the line, so to speak, that's right on the edge, you know, a couple bad years in the market could really put them behind the curve. And I think especially for those types of investors, that's why they're looking at these types of investments. And you talked about interest rates and dividends. Uh, I say this all the time. We're not in a clip the coupon environment like we were in years past. Um, you retired with a million dollars like Money Magazine always told us we needed to have. If you could get a 5% tax-free muni, that's $50,000 a year and life is good. That same type of muni is yielding 2% or less right now. So, um, you know, the low yield environment has put a lot of pressure uh, for people to look at other ways to create sustainable, predictable income. And that interest rate issue has also affected what insurance companies are offering. So as I mentioned before, one of the issues of insurance companies developing other products to kind of stay current you know, you're not using a rotary phone, right? You're using a, a smartphone now. Same thing's happening in the annuity industry, but the interest rate environment is also forcing insurance companies to go back to the drawing board, so to speak, to create products to thrive in this type of low interest rate environment as well. And that's another reason why this RILA registered indexed annuity um, has has gotten so much attention as well. It's 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 the right type of product for the right type of interest rate environment as well. So. A lot of different things that go into uh, to the equation there. It's a great insight. And, and again, for our listeners, the reason why we're bringing this up is because over the years, you know, we've seen different press, some good, some bad, some mixed. And we just wanted to really educate people on uh, what does the market look like in today's day and age? And are there ways that you can have some participation in what's going on uh, in different indexes and also provide some downside protection if that's what you're looking for? And how does that fit into overall planning? And you know, this is just one of the new things that are out. And then again, you know, we always say is with regard to you know, when people get to distribution, distribution planning uh, with regard to annuities and so forth. I mean, there's immediate annuities, which are great. There's variable annuities, which are great in distribution. And there are these, you know, some of the RILA products have some wonderful distribution uh, strategies around it. So uh, that's really the message for today. You've been listening to Discovering Responsible Wealth. I'd like to thank our guest today, Matt Downing, our regional vice president over at Allianz. And this is Frank Angelos. Matt, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing. We appreciate it as always. 
Frank, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. And great seeing you as well. Very good. Thank you, Matt. Have a great day. And for all of our listeners, have a great month. Enjoy the summer. Advisors of the Institute of Responsible Wealth may be licensed for investment and insurance products. The Institute of Responsible Wealth is an educational division of CNA Financial Group. CNA Financial Group and its advisors are an agency or an agent of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Park Avenue Securities is a direct, wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. The Institute of Responsible Wealth and CNA Financial Group are not affiliates or subsidiaries of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. 2021 123 718